Hello, and welcome to the unofficial official story. My name is Koji, and I am the expert in quotes, of course. Yes, and I'm Dwayne, the funny cynic. And I'm Jennifer, the curious one. In each episode, we're going to take a look at the paranormal, conspiracies, unexplained phenomena, cryptids, and even true crime. This season, we'll be covering a diverse range of topics from Bigfoot, 9-11, Roswell, disembodied feet, the connection between the CIA, Contras, Kraken gangs, and even fun topics like, did Babe Ruth really call his shot? Subscribe to the unofficial official story wherever you normally get your podcasts from. Hey, friends and freaks. Old McDonald had a farm with a dead body here and a dead body there. And it smelled really bad. E. I-E-I-O. Dare to join us? Welcome back, guys, to Alt Cult Nation Podcast. I am Tessa. I'm Taylor. What's up? We're here. We're doing this thing. Yes. We're we're going to Tennessee. Yes, we're talking about a subject near and dear to my heart. Yeah, you're fucking weird, bro. Oh, okay, says the one who was like, why are we doing this? It's not weird. I thought it was, like, spooky. I thought it was supernatural. Want to know why we're doing this? Because this is where my father-in-law is going to be. Mine? My father-in-law. You mean your daddy? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Apologies if you listen to this. Kind sir. He doesn't. Good. (laughs) Just watch he decides to now. Right, this will be the one that he picks. Yes, daddy. You're welcome, Jared. Yeah, so he won't be, he's not your father-in-law. He's my father No, I just meant he's mine. Oh, yeah, but you would just be my mother-in-law then. That makes me more uncomfortable than being Jared's mom. <laughs> You'd be a stepmom, ma'am. But we're like family. It'd be a close relationship. You're like I helped raise him. I am so proud of the man he is today. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh, could you imagine? Like what? Seven years younger than him? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. That was that was mostly a guess. Good job. Thanks. I just always remember the look on his face when he was like, "I'm not calling her mom." It's because he knows. He knows it's going to happen. <laughs> Any- anyway, <laughs> we are talking about the body farm. Specifically the Knoxville, Tennessee. Yes, the one farm. at the University of Tennessee. Yes. Which was, you know what? I'm just going to jump right into it. Fuck it. It's a way to do it. Yeah. So, the body farm, which is officially known as the anthropology research facility which i like body farm much better i feel the official name isn't is very misleading it sounds like soft and like not not what it is yeah like oh we're gonna go learn about like i feel like there'd be a lot of pictures yeah but like granted i didn't know what anthropology was prior to this (laughs) 
So. And then just, well, bam, dead bodies everywhere. Yeah, like acres of them just yes. out in the elements. Yes. It's, I mean, I understand why, but I kind of wish that, like, just random people could tour. Where the bodies are? Yeah. I want. See, I don't care about, like, dead things. I don't care about seeing that. I don't want to smell that. True. Bring a nose plug. Oh, that, so I can breathe it into my mouth? Have true. you ever tried that? Like, your true, dog true, shits true, in the true. house or something, and you're like, oh, don't breathe through your nose, breathe through your mouth. No, you I just there, fucking just deal like, with it, because I'm not a little bitch. You're like, fuck, I just, like, air ate shit. It's gross. <laughs> Listerine. Yeah. It's nasty. Same thing. But dead things. Okay. Well, anthropology research facility is part of the Forensic Anthropology Center at University of Tennessee, which was founded by Dr. William Bass, who is a forensic anthropologist. And also adorable. An, we will yes, post pictures of a him. A lovely old man who I love. Like, I want to meet him. So sweet looking. Yes. He could have been a total, like a raging asshole. I don't know. But he looks precious. I don't think he is... I mean, he did put a bunch of dead bodies, like, in a fairly populated area and was kind of just like, ah, fuck off. He was kind of known as um, Indian grave robber number one in the 50s and 60s. Sounds but like we're he get, might have been we'll, a dick. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So, I'm going to talk about Bill a little bit. We're very, we're very close. Yes. Except when I said Bill, now I'm thinking of Buffalo Bill and I don't like it. I mean, it fits with <laughs> the, the line of work he was in. Um, I don't think he murdered women and then wore their skin as suits. I don't think he murdered people, but- But he uh, wore their skins as had, suits? He had the skin suits at his disposal at all times. You don't know. Nah, he just watched them He could have been talking and fucking- <laughs> dancing around okay so dr bass Damn it, now i'm thinking about what? chuck bass Fuck. <laughs> uh, that one's for you heidi finest. it's a good time okay so in 1951 he received his undergrad in psych from university of virginia and then he studied psychophysiology at the U.S. Army Medical Research Laboratory from 1953 to 1954. Then he got his master's from the University of Kentucky in 1956, and then his Ph.D. in anthropology from University of Pennsylvania in 1961. Because he was just Damn, on he top was of busy shit. As fuck yeah, like, yeah. He must have been super super smart. Not saying like that I had any doubts that he was smart. But all of that within the span of, what was 10 it? years. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Jesus. Yep. So he began his career as an archaeologist, and a lot of what he did in the 50s and 60s was ex- excavating Native, Amer- Native American grave sites. Why did I struggle so much through that? And that's how he got, like, the nickname of Indian grave robber number one. But despite having that, he, there was no, like, actual, like, bad, like, hard feelings, at least publicly. Yeah. Between him and any Native Americans that he 
Like, I feel like it was more of a respect thing. Like, he was probably, I feel like just the type of person he is and the types of things mm-hmm. he was interested in and did with his his knowledge, I could see that maybe being as more of, like, a conservation effort to help them relocate mm-hmm. somewhere that they wouldn't be destroyed so they could Ye- still respect yeah, I did. Like, I honestly didn't look that much into it, just because I, I was, would really hope. At least yes, that's I would the hope way so, but who knows? We don't. I, yeah, I don't. But I'm hoping that that was kind of the path he was going down. So after that, he worked at the universities of Kansas and Nebraska before he finally arrived at University of Tennessee in 1971. And I think it was, like, sometime in the 60s, he was already thinking of have of this idea of the body form. Yeah, he had, like, proposed it a couple of times, didn't he, to some board? Or, like, was it just colleagues? I think he was just, like, talking about it, like, yeah. pub- like, not publicly as in, like, oh, let's have a press conference, but or formal meeting, but, like, people he would interact with like colleagues and stuff like he would like he would bring it up and be like oh yeah like I really want to do this and I'm not sure if he had to wait this long because he didn't have the resources or connections or if he just didn't have like the solid framework of it yet but what really kicked this idea into like existence was um in December of 1977, he was asked to examine a body in um, the Shy Family Cemetery, which was in a town outside of Nashville. Mm-hmm. Like, he was called in by this family because they, um, in their family cemetery, there was a grave that seemed, like, disturbed. Mm-hmm. And they were like the hell what and then it was discovered that there was a body laying on top of the coffin i'm sorry a decapitated body laying on top of the coffin vampires by the um local police after this like this family saw that discovered this disturbed grave called the cops because they were like uh something's going on yeah and then the police came out and discovered the scene so then they it's kind of wild i know right so they so then they asked bill to come and examine this body so the initial belief was that it was a newly murdered body that was placed in this old grave to try with yet to try to cover it up and that belief fit or was reinforced by bass examining this body and saying oh yeah like this could like this body couldn't be more than a year old because it was very preserved like it was it it wasn't decayed to the point of it wasn't decayed but upon further investigation it was discovered that the body belonged to Confederate soldier Lieutenant Colonel William Shy, who was killed in the Battle of Nashville in 1864. Oh, shit. And that was his grave. 
Hold the fuck up. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. And the body is believed... I'm honestly not sure if it was actually confirmed, but it was believed that the body ended up on top of the coffin by grave robbers. So it was, in fact, grave... Wait, wait, wait. So they didn't even think to fucking check the coffin? Like, somebody took the time to dig up this whole grave and put a body, a headless body, on top of a coffin, but they weren't, like, a little curious? Are you talking about the grave robbers or the people investigating it? No, this? the people investigating it. Why wouldn't you open the coffin? Because then easily, like, because I oh, guess the, it... co- the body's not in here. Shocker. I think they first examined the body and then based on, like, forensic studies at the time, it was found that that body couldn't be the body in the coffin because of, like, the decay. But then they realized but that then somehow... They, so they look... So I think the first clue was the um, the attire of the body, like the type of clothing. Yeah. Was... I'm not sure if it was his uniform or, like, some other formal wear mm-hmm. that they were like, this is kind of old. Yeah, like, that doesn't match what the tissue looks like. And then... Or just, like, ba- like current fashion. Yeah. So then that's when they started investigating further and i i'm assuming that's when they were like let's take a peek in the coffin and that would have been my first my first uh thing there but well i guess they were trying they I were like the well, shock factor of a decapitated body on top of a coffin you're kind of gonna forget the coffin's there like yeah I and it was like that. it was like a family cemetery okay so, so it's like also poking around like yeah it's dig. not like oh hey yeah that's just uh fuck with your, your dead, dead ancestor's body oh plot twist yeah. somebody already did yeah <laughs> that's so fucked up why did you take his head his head was in the coffin i think <laughs> what is that? that's so fucking rude what an asshole i think they tried to steal the body and the head like fell off and they were like oh and panicked and just dropped the body on top of the coffin and it. covered it back up like okay <laughs> just weird grave robbing is a weird thing to me unless you're gonna like take unless you're taking bones or some shit like you want to do some like who hocus pocus why are you fucking like who gets buried with good shit maybe back in the day but we're not in pharaoh times like i'm not king tut i'm not getting put in a pyramid with all of my fucking earthly belongings yeah I feel like I know the reason for grave robbing, but, like... Gold teeth used to be a big one, um, and, like, little, little treasures like that, but now you're not gonna do shit with that anyway, even if they have, like, a little, let's say, a bracelet, for example. You know, this is about to be another episode. Yeah, we're... Grave robbing. We'll have to get into it. Yep, yep, yep. We'll go over the semantics at some point. Yes. So, after this, um honestly embarrassing situation event of his career he was like well shit i was really wrong i was i was really wrong i was almost as wrong as you could be yes so he was like this is more evidence though that my idea of having a body farm is the best idea and should be a thing so 
in the fall of 1980, this is when the body farm on the University of Tennessee was built. On the University of Tennessee. On the- right on top. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a very haunted place. Right, right at the crest of the roof. That's what I picture. <laughs> It's not like, like a house. So no, <laughs> like a Minecraft, like weird fucking glitches have this point and a perfectly flat surface on top. Just oh, bodies man. chilling. Okay. So the body farm is. <laughs> it was built in the fall of 1980. Started out at about an acre, a little over an acre. And it is behind the medical center of University of Tennessee. And then the Forensic Anthropology Center was established within the Department of Anthropology at the university in 1987. So when he, I just kind of liked this quote. It's from the book that William Bass wrote about this. It's called Death Saker. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually read the book because I didn't have time, but I'm going to. He wrote a lot at of some fictions, point. like, mm-hmm. about the body farm. Mm-hmm. But he co-wrote this book called Death Saker. And within this book, he is talking about when he, like, proposed this plan to the chancellor of the university at the time. His name was Jack Reese. So he, like, was like, hey, can I have this small plot of land? To build this body farm, I want to put dead bodies here. Could you imagine, though, going to your boss and being like, hey, like, no big deal. No big deal. I just need, like, an acre or two, and I'm just going to put a bunch of dead people out here. And we're just going to, we're just going to let them go. Yeah, we're just going to let them lay. We're just going to see how it goes. See how, see how they, see how the bodies decay. Yeah. It'll be a really, a, a learning experience for everyone. Like, and I just, I, I don't imagine this person being, like, of course, they're, they're very smart. They've been through their schooling and all of that kind of shit and whatnot. But they're not necessarily going to be, like, specifically on the medical side. Like, they probably didn't take mm-hmm. medical classes or anything like that to become a dean or a chancellor. Like. Yeah. So, I just imagine this poor dude sitting there, like. What the fuck, Bill? What? What You want me to do what? So, this quote from the book. Quote, The idea was simple. The implications and the possible complications were profound. By most cultural standards and values, such research could appear gruesome, distrustful, even shocking. Yet the chancellor never questioned the wisdom of it. I mean, good on him. End quote. I just really liked that quote because yeah. it was like, like we were just saying, we, you would expect, like. You would expect some kickback. But, yeah, you would expect, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm, what? No. You want to do what? Maybe. Where? Maybe not. Yeah. You can go buy your own maker land and try it and yeah. see how it goes. <laughs> FBI's gonna <laughs> swoop in that bitch, though. But no, the chancellor was, like, super behind it and probably helped this creation that is an amazing thing and pretty much started a whole other chapter of forensic anthropology yeah also another plot twist the chancellor's actually a buffalo bill type oh that's why he was so with it 
Yeah. It's like, maybe if I can get some skin suits. Yeah, that was the deal. They made me, like, underhanded on the table. It's like, you give me two skin suits a year, not decomposed. And I let you have your acre. Oh, that's so fucked up. A little bit. So, it started out a little over an acre, and now, today, it's expanded to about two and a half acres. In the spring of 1981, they received their first body, which was a 73-year-old man who was donated by his daughter. Yeah. So. Yeah, and this one, you have to be donated for your body to do this. Like, you have to either elect for that prior to. Yeah, so you can either donate, you can, like, pre-register yourself to donate your body, which I hope my father-in-law did because you should be on top of that gym. Um, put that juju on him. Well, listen. He used to be around for a bit. No, I'm not saying... Exactly. So he has plenty of time to, to do register. this. To <laughs> register. Shit. I'm not doing it. <laughs> because Jer- once Jim dies, Jared's in charge of making sure that his wishes are followed through. So. I hope somebody gives me that power someday because, like... Oh, it's great. I just want to hold it over their head. It's fun. Yeah. Every time Jim pisses me off or annoys me, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to bury you in my backyard. There you go. That's that's what's going to happen. Have fun. Like, you're getting some concrete shoes and the fishes are going to eat you until you're gone. <laughs> like, it would be fun to come up with, like, a super, like, weird off-the-wall s- burial. Yeah. If you will. Yeah, so you can either donate yourself or... Your family can also donate you. Yes. After you... With prior consent, of course. You have to give them that permission ahead of time. Yeah. Or if you don't have a will. Or if you're a child, which is very sad, but... Yeah, you don't really have rights once you're born. There are some infant and fetal remains here, so... I mean, that's a good thing to have, though, because I'm sure those are super hard to come by, and that makes, like really heinous crimes or like horrible accidents like easier to solve this has done a lot to advance like the forensic side of all oh my god yeah help medical as well as i'm so sorry my fingernail went right in her nostril no she's just dramatic i know like the whole fingernail no she's like i got long ass nails we always make you um english yeah mummy Moo is um just a dick. She's like yeah, she she's is. like a low end English. She gets like a little Cockney accent. Yeah, I can't do accents. Like, Hello, oh another spot of tea, like kind of bullshit. <laughs> oh, man. That was terrible, but you know what I meant. Yes, she's got that like rough, aggressive, like oi, yeah. that kind of. Yeah, she uh oh, you don't watch the boys. No, you have to a good tv watch letter kenny and i will fucking watch your shows it's so good also you can't say i'll watch your shows when you're like just watch this one show i watch because it's the only show i fucking watch bro well maybe if you fucking listen to my suggestions and watch these shows that i tell you to watch it's a fantastic show i don't tell you there's a bunch of heads that explode oh shit it's about superheroes but like fucking asshole superheroes it's great Wait. I've told, I've talked about it before because I love this show and I binged the first two seasons in like a week. Well, Carl Urban is the main guy and that's what I was getting at. Um, 
when you said that, it reminded me of him. Mm-hmm. So, Molly is... Pearl Irvin? Yeah. Anyway, so, there's different collections of, like, so some of, so the one is the W.M. Bass Donated Skeletal Collection. Mm-hmm. So that has over 1,800 individuals with birth years between 1892 to 2016. And most of the birth years are after 1940. Yeah, I mean, it would probably be pretty hard to get your hands at this day and age. Yeah, and then so these are the remains that are donated to the Forensic Anthropology Center by either the individual or the family of the deceased. And then by 2009, they were receiving more than 120 donors a year. And over 5,000 people have arranged to donate their body after death to this facility. And the, so these are the bodies that they are donated directly after death. And then they're placed on the body farm to Just decompose. decompose. Uh, so the average length of time that they're on the body farm, like outside, is about two years. And then they are moved to another collection inside that's like all comprised of like the skeletal mm-hmm. remains after decom- decomposition. And then there's also the McCormick collection, which this is... Um, skeletal elements from over 900 individuals with known demographic location so i think the point was trying to find because like obviously environment plays into a factor yeah plays a factor into decomposition and all that stuff that was a big part of what they were trying to find out was yeah how just the elements and being exposed would affect the the environment in which the body's in, but also the way that the environment affects the body. Yeah, so they were taking, so they wanted these bones because they knew for a fact where they were from and kind of compare them based yeah. on what they had from their own mm. collection. And these um, actually come from a lot of the East Tennessee medical examiner cases, and they're mostly partial remains, mostly cranial with gunshot wounds, hyoids, and clavicles. Ew. I don't like clavicles. They're just gross. (laughs) So my dad broke. Yeah. And my brother's fucking reception for his funeral. Like, he broke it. Yeah. What? Yeah, Gary's fucking... What is is the thing? Is it a reception after your funeral? I mean... Or is it a different R word? I don't know. There's a word for the thing that you do after funerals, but it's basically, it's not a party because that sounds so fucking inappropriate, but it's a party. Everybody comes back and, like, it is sad and, like, drinks or whatever, if that's how your family is, and, like, hangs out and, like, celebrates the life and mm-hmm. stuff. And that's what it was. My dad was super drunk and rode my four-wheeler, flipped <laughs> oh it on a stump and fucking shattered the connector for his clavicle. Like now that bone sticks up. Like, yeah. Because they used to just screw them back down, but they realized the pressure of that 
would just ricochet those bolts and screws through you and people were dying from it because they were finding them like in their heart in their lungs like a couple of people they like got up into their brain somehow don't ask me but that's what happened apparently so they wouldn't do that for him nice yep good times good times so yes Um, i don't like clavicles yeah the one kid that we went to high school with that i was friends with um he broke his collarbone and he like if he moved it a certain way it would like poke out and i'm like you're disgusting stop it yeah and like he knew that freaked me out so he would always do it like around me i'm like i literally hate you yes that's the way it'd be yeah so the body farm as well as helping bass and his students and colleagues learn more about forensic anthropology it's actually helped the fbi Mm-hmm. and local authorities well, they actually learn have something, a lot yeah like now you have like scales and shit like that to to base things off of like that was one of the things that i looked into with it was the, the advanced it the advancements in forensic anthropology and like how how as far as how it affected like the fbi and just even regular police cases and mm-hmm. things like that it helped them pinpoint time of death just based off of tissue decay, like, beyond the normal. Like, oh, rigor mortis, has it set in? Has it eased mm-hmm. up? Like, things like that. When you have a longer dead person, you can't necessarily tell off of those things anymore. So it helped with that. Um, figuring out the climates in which they died because they have such a broad spectrum and they are exposed. I mean, Tennessee is pretty, they're like us. Like, they get winter, summer, mm-hmm. all of the seasons. And so it helped their, um, water was a big one. It helped them figure out, like, if the, if the person died, like, in water or if they were exposed to a lot of water. So, like, if they have signs of being exposed to a lot of water, but they're not in a place that has a lot of water... It's like instantly, like, oh, okay, this person did not die here. Like, mm-hmm. they were moved, kind of a thing. Um, and then one of the bigger doctors that, like, got involved once this was, like, pretty pretty deep into everything, Jennifer, and I apologize if I say this wrong, Jabrun's studies, um, she focused a lot on the, the environment impact like how the bodies like actually leached into the ground and like what types of chemicals what types of bacteria it caused everything else like that like she studied the 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 ecosystems that surrounded the bodies yeah because as well as not necessarily doing experiments on the bodies but like doing like sample um, collecting yes thank you i could not think of that they wouldn't just collect samples from the bodies. They would collect samples from the environment yeah. around the bodies, which I thought was really cool because yeah. it's like, I feel like without this, people would never have, I mean, I'm sure eventually, but it's like, it happened because of the body form. Like that idea. I had a very vivid nightmare about how they collected these samples. And it was just <laughs> a big, like, like a really thick needle Uh basically like a just a sharp edge but it was a clear tube and they just like shoved it in there and it like had the tissue in it and you could see through the clear tube the layers of like decaying 
bits of human and it was a lot it was such a vivid dream dude like i can't even tell you i was so upset in the morning i'm like god damn it like i like getting piercings now i don't fucking want any more shit but yeah that's really gross i'm sure that's not how they do it but like fuck it was disgusting it looked like a like a lasagna but if a lasagna was made with like dead tissue ew like just like gray like and in a tube yeah like if you took like a big if you cut the end off of a turkey baster and just like yeah put it down in a lasagna and you picked it up and you could see all those layers that's what i pictured but it was all like gray and that like greeny gray like brown like pus color you know know what i'm talking about that's what it looked like i want you to live this horror with me it was gross it was really bad my own fucked up dreams i don't need yours too yeah it was really bad that dream was intense man (laughs) and they were just like do 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 (laughs) 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 i can't do it i don't want to be here yeah it was an awful dream it was awful you're welcome thank you for sharing it with me you're welcome all of you i'm sorry if she doesn't cut this part out i'm so sorry you had to live the heart it was terrible okay anyway sorry on to the next little bit so the current leaders of the forensic anthropology center is five women Um, so they run, like, the whole operation, and they each kind of have their own specialization that they've kind of fallen into over the years to oh. help manage the workload. I mean, that makes sense. So the five women are Donnie Stedman, Mary Davis, Joanne Devlin, Lee Meadows-Jantz, and Giovanna Vidoli. Mm. So that most of them attended University of... Tennessee for at least part of their education. Yeah. And Lee Jantz, I'm a, I apologize if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, but she has been with the um, center since it began. Oh, wow. She was attending university. She was like one of Dr. Bass's students when it was created. That's really awesome. Yeah. So she like studied underneath him and now she's helping run it props to her like all of them but like that's pretty yeah like all of her colleagues are like she is the embodiment of like the body farm yes Mm. (laughs) i mean sick ass title yeah (laughs) but is it one everybody wants to have (laughs) probably not (laughs) definitely not you after your dream I mean, if I actually got to see how they did it, I feel like I'd be much less bothered. True, true. But that dream... See, this is why we need tours. I'll take a video. I really don't want to smell that. (laughs) (laughs) So, Davis, she is the main contact for families and donors. And she's kind of... Like, she oversees the front end of the operation. Yeah, she's like the HR, like, PR person. Yeah, pretty much. And then Stedman directs the research, and she works with the their partners. Mm-hmm. 
um, like the FBI, National Institute of Justice, local authorities. Vidoli organizes the training and education as well for the students as well as law enforcement. Jantz handles cold cases and oversees the Bass curated skeletal collection and she organizes visits for families. So once the <laughs> so see you're grossed out by this, but I'm like fuck yeah, I can't wait for this. Once the body is done on the body farm oh okay because i was not that's not what i thought you meant no no so once they're done like decomposing and everything and they're transferred to like the skeletal remains collection they can see they can yeah the the family can schedule a time to come in and like see okay the remains as well as kind of like learn what what they learned from it yeah okay that's much cooler because in my head i i'm picturing like little mary jane wants to see her fucking 97 year old husband who died and was like yep let's go little mary jane and i was picturing like a child no 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 (laughs) i would fuck i would hope not that'd be terrible i'm picturing like little old people no i'm pretty sure no civilians can ever go on the body farm ever that's probably good yes i feel like they'd fuck it up yeah also, that's more variables than they can then yeah. account for. So, like, yes. that fucks up all experiments. Yes. And then um, the last woman, Joanne Devlin, she is kind of a jack-of-all-trades and helps out wherever I she's I thought needed. you were about to call her a jackass. I'm like, <laughs> we don't even know no. her. <laughs> she could be wonderful. No. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> The way you led into it, Jack. Like, a jackass? Why? I no. mean, she's got to be pretty she's fucking She's the exact cool. opposite. She helps however she can, wherever she can. So she's just... She's, she's, she's just a, all over the place. A goodest... Yes. I can't... I, it's always a goodest boy. It doesn't matter if you're a girl or a boy. You're a goodest boy. <laughs> but yeah. Sick. Yeah, I was going to say you... Speaking of... (laughs) So, as earlier stated, there was some issues, like, what what was the quote that you used? Because I really liked that Um, from the book. I'll just say part of it. Quote, by most cultural standards and values, such research could appear gruesome, distrustful, even shocking. Yeah, very based in reality, that that book and that statement from it, because when they did launch this, even before they got, like, all of their permits and everything else for it, and it was like, oh, yeah, hey, we're going to start dumping the bodies, they had a group of protesters um, starting, which, like, I get it. This is not something I would personally want in, in my town. Like, there's a lot of health hazards that would stress me out about the thought of having something like this around especially in that time frame when you don't know are they contaminating groundwater is this going to bring in like herds of fucking those beetles i don't like those beetles most beetles i'm cool with domestic i don't know how to say it beetles are a little creepy um the protesters were the solutions to issues of concern to Knoxvillians, otherwise known as sick. Um, so they obviously protesting, 
they picketed at the college, like at the university. They did strike. They picketed. They tried to get this eliminated before it became a thing. Um, once it was already in the works, they had new complaints, of course. Um, the biggest one being the smell. I get that. Like, I feel like, I mean, I didn't actually look at a map or anything, but I feel like it's pretty secluded, though, from, no? Not no, from, like, they the had town? to put up. Slash city? They had to put up um, special privacy fences, which I didn't get the exact dimensions on them, but there's very large privacy fences around this now because they there was a number of sick members who could see the bodies from their houses. Like, they mm. could look out their windows and see them in the field laying there decomposing. <laughs> like, could you fucking imagine? <laughs> Oh, um, man. Like, to me, I feel like that part, I'd be kind of like, cool. As long as you don't, like, get up, I'm cool with it. <laughs> but, um... As long as you're not standing by my window when I, like, go to the bathroom at night. Yeah. We're cool. Yes. Um, and then they had the same types of concerns, like, groundwater contamination and what that would do for, for everybody, uh, as well as bugs, scavenging animals that would come in because of the fucking smells wafting mm-hmm. around so their protests ultimately led to nothing well yeah it had already been decided this is something that's going to be better for the whole even though it's inconvenient for the few so we're gonna move forward with it without a hitch like the protest caused no delays to opening this facility getting it rolling as well as other than being annoying they didn't do anything um which I kind of thought was funny, but the fact that they named themselves Sick was my favorite part. Yeah. Sick. Like, <laughs> it's just so fucking funny to me. Yeah, it's like, in my mind, if you're going to complain about the smell, like, then complain, like, do you protest, like, chicken factories and shit like that? Like, uh, most I places mean, will protest, like, dog food factories, uh, okay, chicken well, farms. Okay, well, why are there so many around here? Hmm. Or why do I just know people near them that I have look, to... Look at where they are, though. <laughs> look at the demographics. Those people don't have the means to protest <laughs> that on a real scale or get lawyers involved, so... Well, the one's in Mechanicsburg. But what part? Like, right off the Carlisle Pike? Yeah, in an industrial park where there's not that many people. The few people that um, do there's live there... A... Dude, there were townhouses just built across the street from it. Well, those townhouse owners <laughs> picked terrible spots. They're going to be able to charge nothing for those fucking houses. Um, but yeah, like, this is a place with a huge, like, notable university at it. Like, the people mm-hmm. that live here are pretty, like, it's Knoxville, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Like, this is a fairly, like, highfalutin. I'm not saying this is in the center of Knoxville prime time, but it's it's in a big enough area where they did get a fairly large following for this sick program this sick protest um but yeah ultimately they really didn't do anything like it had been decided in fact the dean was so on board with this like from the get-go he was like fuck the people <laughs> let's do it this is cool where's my skin suits it's <laughs> basically what it boiled down to in my mind man i was gonna say fuck the people unless they're dead Please don't fuck the dead people. <laughs> um, but no, I'm glad that 
uh, sick. Sick. <laughs> uh, failed. You have to like sick. Like, <laughs> I can't do that. Did you see what? how confused I was? I was like, what? <laughs> obviously, bro. Just hit it. I can't do it with this hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I'm glad that they failed because this is a great thing. Yeah. And it so the body farm is so when I think body farm, I think of the one in Tennessee because it was first. Well, because of my personal connection. Yeah. With it. And also it's the first of its kind and it paved the way for more. Yeah. So there's seven body farms, which I liked that they did it. They're all in different climates. Yeah. The biggest one is in Texas. Yeah, that bitch is and huge. Yeah, I can... It's, like, over 100 acres. It's, like, 100 and... Tw- it's either 128 or 136. Yeah. It's big. Yeah. It's fucking I huge. think about two acres of bodies, and I'm just like, hmm, yeah, that's that's a lot of bodies in that space. And then you go to Texas, and it's like, we do everything Texas-sized. <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> yeah. Let's go! But that is the biggest one. <laughs> I would hope. <laughs> that's so much space. Um, I didn't look up where the other ones are, but there's one I, in Australia. There's one I forget. Oh, there, I thought it was seven in the United States. Maybe and maybe I read that wrong. So we're dumb. The largest body farm is only twenty six acres, but it is in Texas. <laughs> we just Texas sized it. Yes. So. The largest one, that is at the Texas State University. And all of the body farms in the U.S. is the one at University of Tennessee, the Western Carolina University body farm, Texas State University, Sam Houston State University, which is... I would assume Texas? Yeah. There's two in Texas? Yes. I mean, I guess that is enough space. Which is in southeast Texas. Okay. And. So that you're getting that more, like, arid, dry, like, deserty. I don't know where the Texas State University one is. But anywho, the Southern Illinois University body farm, the Colorado Mesa University, and the University of South Florida. Yeah. And then there are other ones. There's some in Australia, Canada, you said in, the UK. The UK and India. Yes. So. So other people like jumped on this bandwagon. It was yeah. a good idea. Like it sucks for those places. One of the the top questions that came up when I tried to look up all the ones in the US was do body farms smell? Oh yeah. In a field of bodies, you'd expect the facility to smell like, well, death. <laughs> surprise, surprise, it does. That's literally what this government website says on it, you sassy motherfuckers. That's fantastic. That is pretty hilarious. Um, but yeah. It says you do stop noticing it after a while. Do you? Yeah. Do you? Do you? Do you? That's not a smell I want to get used to. Like, no thanks. I'm good. Right? 
but yeah, so that's the body farm. Yes. And after doing research, I kind of want to be donated there. Do it. Do it. I, th- I think I might. I would like to be donated to the Mutter Museum. Oh, they do that? Yeah, like, they... they... Or I guess they have, like, exhibits that... Yeah, like, you get donated to, like, their science, because that's part of a college. Okay. Yeah, like, there's the college... This is why we're going to the Moodle Museum and doing an episode on it. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's so fucking cool. I wish we could take pictures in there. It's so neat. The stuff in there is just... It's cool. But I want them to, like... I'm trying not to be annoyed that you can't take pictures, because... Understandable, but... Yeah, it's supposed to be for respect of the dead because you don't have their consent to do that and you do need their consent to do that um and you there's no way to get it now that they're dead so i feel like that should be a new agreement that they create (laughs) hey if we put you in a museum are you cool with your picture being taken sweet you're like fuck you fuck do you care for at that point take a picture of my skin suit whatever yeah some of it's not even the skin suits they have this one thing it's i forget whether it's the nerves or if it's like all of your veins and arteries and capillaries but like the rest of the body is gone oh yeah it's they have a whole that. the whole nervous system yeah it looks fucking cool yeah i saw a picture of that it looks amazing like in person that is so wild to see like that's in that's in my body that's in your body what it's fucking it's nuts and that's the thing that makes it really annoying when you bump your elbow on something. <laughs> yeah. You know why they call it the funny bone? Why? Because the bone that's in there is called the humerus. I don't know bones. No, I'm, I'm very serious. It's called the humerus. Okay, yeah. So when you I, I hit know. that, you're hitting the end of your humerus. humerus. It's a womp womp. Stupid dad joke. <laughs> it's not funny. Dicks. Hurts. So yeah, that was the body farm. Yeah, a wonderful place. Yes. yes. Don't let sick tell you otherwise. Yeah. I wonder if there's still people who, like, protest. I mean, I have to imagine. I don't know if they probably, I can't imagine they protest it now. I mean, it's been, ew, it's been 50 years. Since 71 when it was, like. Well, it was built in the 80s. It was officially established in the 80s. Okay, fine. So, 40 that's still yeah, it's weird. still gross. Yeah. <laughs> that hurts a little bit to think about. Like, there's things that make me feel old, and that makes me feel old. All right. Cool. But, yeah. So, we have a little bit of an announcement. Yes. And it is... We will be... Not... T- it's oh. not... It's not sad. I mean, you guys will miss us and be sad, but... It's fucking better. But we are taking a month or two off yep. so we from just, our weekly episodes we yes. might we might throw you a bone every yeah, here and again some, like random bonus episodes that might not be full length yeah but um we just have a lot of personal stuff going on that we have to figure out and there's also a few things that we want to um improve and bring like, to you guys really to establish it. in the podcast so we're just going to be taking those couple weeks, couple weeks, couple months off to make it even better yep. and come back even stronger. Poof, poof. 
Welcome to the gun show. You're gonna need tickets next time. You look scared. Am I scared? You scared? Sick. <laughs> so yeah. Also, I want <laughs> fucking sick. A t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> it would look so. That'll good. be our first t-shirt. Seth, asterisk finger guns. Which we haven't act. That's the first time that it's been said on the podcast. The finger guns. Yeah. I do do finger guns. I her a lot. You guys just don't know. <laughs> finger guns are my thing. Pew, 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 pew. I do that at my kids all the time. She does it while I'm driving her around. I do constantly. <laughs> you do it, like, half the car ride. Every time I like <laughs> stop, you go. <laughs> it's like I don't know when I'm like vibing or I just feel something. Like the urge hits me and I have to. <laughs> But, yeah. So, you won't be getting the weekly episodes for, like, at most two months. Yeah. Not going to put a solid timeline on it. We'll keep you updated on the social media. Yeah, definitely. Check out the website still. We'll be updating people there. AltCultNationPodcast.com. Yes, that has all of our links. Yeah. There's going to be new, probably, social medias coming up. Aside from what we have, what did I just? Say? Aside from what we have already, like our Instagram yes. and stuff, we might we might be, we might be branching out a little bit. We might be getting some new things. It'll yes. be fun. If you don't follow us, make you sure you do. Should, yeah, because we're not leaving you. This you're not gonna not hear from us. No, we're probably gonna be more annoying. Months. Yes, we definitely will be more annoying. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, so. Without further ado. Okay. Bye. Oh, by the way, it's not it's not goodbye. It's just see you later.